Welcome to the interview portion of the spotlight here on the spotlight, the creator spotlight with myself and Jeremy Lambert. We're joined by a very special guest this week. Nope. Cassidy Haynes is bumped. He's never going to be on this show. I refuse to do it. Commitment to the bit is important. <laughs> I almost bought Cassidy myself because I was like, man, fuck this guy. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> there you go. <sighs> so, I'll, I'll get this, of course, is Cassidy Haynes, the elusive Cassidy Haynes, who uh, has uh, has been booked many, many times for this show and is finally here. It's actually happening. I lost um, the bet. That's why it happened. We bet on the Falcons and yeah. Panthers game. And that's it, dumb of you. The kicker, it really was. The kicker decided to fuck me over. Hey, no, 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 I no, want cast no, on the spotlight. Not. No, he decided to fuck you over is DJ Moore. That is DJ Moore lost yeah. you guys that game like twice. Or three mean, times when I look at it one way. I mean, he dropped the one pass, but then he made up for it, taking the helmet off. The kicker had a 33-yard field goal in overtime. Just make the kick. What do we pay you for? Shouldn't even been you? there. Really. I don't pay you. I don't care. Shouldn't even been there. Shouldn't even been there. Probably not. Yeah. It's helping our tanking, at least. I'm, I'm all for it. How's it going, yeah. buddy? What's up, brother? How you been? Good. You're my stepfather now. From what I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I was playing. I was that. playing my jam. Hold on, Steven wasn't even in there. I had the song going and everything when I came in. <laughs> what? Can you hear it? Is we that the song? What, what song is this? This is Mother Lover by Lonely Island. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I make it out at first. That makes sense. I thought you were trying to play the song you dance with my I do. I hate Bob Seger. I hate Bob Seger. That's y'all's Wow. Part. Oh, my mom's going to divorce you. I hate Bob Seger. I don't, that's not my shit. There's no, I hate, dude, I was, that's why I was like, I don't even know how to dance to Bob Seger. Y'all make, y'all make it fun of me for it too. I can't even, I was like, that's all. <laughs> you play something good. And I'll be out there like fucking. It'd be bad. Like it's it's okay, actually me, it's probably for your benefit that they played Bob Seger. That's why. <laughs> let me let me tell this story. Let me tell the story. Right <laughs> this is gonna be, by the way, everybody, our most all over the place interview because we actually kind of sort of like Cass. And yeah, so, well, and for those of you who don't know, this is Cassidy Haynes, BodySlam.net. Um, my my roommate from the wedding weekend that we're about to be talking about. I'm sure. So so it was so it's it was, a good weekend. It was yeah it was, it was, it was a very good weekend. So it's my yeah. wedding and Bob Seger. Comes so I, well, like night moves or something or old time rock and roll and my mom who loves to dance people my mom has been on a million shows with me before she comes know. over and she she just asks you she's like will you dance with me and you're just looking like i don't know about that and then Bob Seger, first of all so in my mind i'm like i don't even know how to do this <laughs> um it's i guess you just do a bunch of finger guns to bob Seger. is that what you do i don't yeah. know I bullied you into dancing with her because I'm like, you're really, really going to turn did. down and dance with my mom? And you're like, oh, well, I guess I have to now. Yeah, I was like, yeah. As Hannah said, what, she said uh, you were just like two yeah, well, shoes who was, lost I have – no, 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 no. I have the rhythm of an old shoe with nobody in it. Of old uh, shoe nobody yeah. When I witnessed all that happened, that happened right next to me. And I was like – I was just happy that I didn't get asked because I, like, <laughs> I would have been in the same position because you totally were – you legitimately did say like, Oh wait, you're gonna turn on a dance with my mom, yeah. and then it's like, dude, I mean, you got, you can't say no at that. You point. have to at no. that point. I was like, ah, all right, <laughs> like I'm in. All right, let's go. Mother let's of the it. groom, you can't turn down to dance with her. Luckily, though, it was at least a good halfway point to the bar, so I was like, I was True. gonna boop, be bop and skip my way over to the bar, and hopefully, come back and be fine again. <laughs> oh, Cass, uh, let me ask you a question. We ask everybody, how did you get started in the wrestling media dude. landscape? 
uh, the year was a crisp 1996, probably of earlier, earlier. Like I've been around forever. Like people don't even realize it. Like I, I, uh, I did this. Yeah. I want to say it was probably 1996. If not sooner, I had websites. Cause I was trying to think like, I know it was before I moved into this house that I live in when, now when I was a kid, cause I, I'm in the house that my mom used to, uh, when I used to live with my mom when I was a kid, she's not here anymore, but well, she's across the town. I think she's dead. She's, with, <laughs> she's, with the yeah, she's not here anymore. She's not here anymore. She's not here. I mean, she's over there. She's at the fucking house. <laughs> fucking z-man oh dude i tried to i told Biggs about that the other day i tried to fight <laughs> z-man because uh, he he posted this thing about uh, z-man i was like oh that son of a bitch he was like wait what i was like oh fuck i hate z-man brother anyway uh no it was like 1996 i started doing websites and shit and then like writing news just kind of fell along the way you know what i mean like i just just started doing it when i was just you know how you start same way you're like i don't know i need to do something with my spare time i guess and it just started happening when i was a kid and uh yeah, I've been doing this shit forever. Like, I think before the first actual like blog style website that I can even remember was this like Lords of Pain offspring site. Does anybody remember this Lethal Injection? Yeah. I wrote for that fucking thing injection. when I was a kid. I know. I, Bro, I, I, I wrote for Lethal Injection when I was a kid. <laughs> I had a pen name. I don't remember what it was. It was something stupid. It was something <clears throat> I couldn't even remember it now if I had it to. But I met my buddy that works for 93.3 there too. He wrote for that site as well. And now he's like a DJ, a morning DJ down there in uh, Greenville. Uh, so he, were, he and I both started doing that shit when we were like, well, I want to say we were like 13 or younger. So that's what I'm going to say, like 1996, 1998. So I was already in it by the time Lethal Ejection and all that stuff started. I, so I was writing is... for Wars of Pain at the time. Too. I, wasn't even, I don't think I was writing under my name. I think I had a fake name. I don't even know what I used. I had like 20 of them. I think they just made them up for me. Like the website did. I was like, I don't care, dude. Whatever you want me to write as. I don't give a shit. But it's not going to be as me because I'm not going to get picked on as I, in high school. Like I already was getting, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, wrestling news wasn't as cool as it was it is now, guys. I don't know if you know this, but 1998, that one, that shit wasn't that cool. Wrestling was um, cool in 98. It was cool then, like, like, uh, yeah, Brother, least... not really, oh, not really, <laughs> dude. That was when, wrestling like... in 98 where I was. Yeah, but no, dude. I mean, it was. Yeah, we were was wrestling like, shirts to school. Wasn't really like what you did. You know what I mean? Like you do now. Oh, I was rocking yeah. Austin shirts all the time. Same. NWO. Goldberg. Yeah, I, had those. I had those you got made fun of and i was like i'm quickly taking this shit off yeah i oh, live man. in North i know so it it came and went for for my um area as well like it, but it got really big for a minute we're like yeah for everywhere. a minute it was cool yeah yeah but then after that it wasn't cool again you know what I mean? yeah like, oh, oh no there were there was definitely yeah. a while like yeah yeah wait hold on so you're talking about we're talking we're talking 96 so this is like aol dude, before, dial up internet yeah, and like, bro, i remember yeah. all that shit dude, I remember I remember, all that shit i remember there used to be like like the geo sites like websites and all that stuff so like anywhere bro, can angel, make, angel, fire. angel fire angel fire yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wow. City's angel fire that's how old we <laughs> are when watching yeah. this interview right yeah. now is like 39 that's... i'll be fucking 40 in march guys i'm fucking old oh, we're not too far yes. behind you dude yeah, so like I'm, I, I'm I was young. doing all that shit back in the day, man. And <laughs> I don't know, I man. I remember being in like one day, I I was sitting in high school and somebody came in and sat down next to me. He's like, "Hey, brother, have I been reading my wrestling news from you?" And I was like, oh, "Fuck me, uh, probably. I don't know. Have you?" And then like he started telling me where he was going to read it. And I'm like, "Well, time to fucking abandon ship." And I uh, <laughs> sold all my fucking websites and went into hiding for a few years and funded uh, whatever I could out of that. And then I came back. I don't know. About like two thousand six, seven, eight. I was just like, "What the fuck am I doing? Like, who cares?" I, I was making money when I was in high school doing this. I could, I could use the money now. 
so I just started doing it again. Like, but it was mostly indie stuff when I came back because like that was what was accessible and I could actually kind of get my hand on and like be part of. So I started going to all these indies, like 2008, and uh, just doing like indie sites and shit. I had other websites again that I worked for. I had like a cheap heat website back in the like about 10, 12 years ago, 15 years ago. Cheap heat wrestling or whatever did that one. But uh, that's how I started doing all this shit, man. I, I started, uh, I went to wrestling school probably for a little bit, like 2008. That was fun. Wait, wait, you... any, anyone notable that was a part Ricky, of that? Ricky, Ricky Morton trained me for a little bit. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, but... he was there every weekend. Um, but it was a shithole here in Waynesville. Uh, but Chase and Ricky came every week. Chase Owens and Ricky were there. So that's how I met uh, Ricky and Chase. I ended up just managing Chase because, like, I was like, dude, I'm too old for this. I was 28, I think, at the time. I'm already too old for this shit. I was, like, hurting my shoulder every week. Oh, you could get into the, the DDP route here. He started when he was, like, 40. Well, 35. yeah, I was going to. 35. I was going to. And I was like, I should have gotten surgeries when I was a kid from when I actually played real sports. And, like, I just don't – I just didn't have it anymore, man. My fucking shoulders were blowing out every week. I was like, yeah, this is not for me. It's not going to work. I just knew I wasn't going to be able to do it. I was too broken down at 28, brother. I lived a hard life. Hard <laughs> <laughs> life at 28, couldn't couldn't do like it anymore. In, dog, like in, in Cassidy years, that 28 was probably the equivalent of like oh, 47 yeah. for most people. Yeah, I would say you you, you said you're about to turn I was, 40. You're I was you're slowing like down at 28, brother. I was slowing down at 28. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, yeah, so if you think you know me, I was slowing down at 28, probably. So yeah, you're like you don't even know, man. I can't believe. I'm, Honestly, I should have made it past thirty. So we're at forty. It's, a, it's we're all on borrowed time, guys. We're having fun now. <laughs> uh, the, your forty birthday will, will be will be great. That'll probably be the end of you. Shit, man. <laughs> Dude, I had asshole friends. So my buddy in Chicago that I stayed with, like my best friend, when I grew up there, I grew up <laughs> with him. He, um, him and his fucking, they used to do bets like every year if I'm going to be alive. So like randomly. <laughs> I get a phone call like three in the morning on like a Tuesday in the middle of September. Just pick a random date. It's my buddy. I'm like, that's fucking weird. And I answer. And I'm like, what's up, man? And it's just him going, fuck, I lost. <laughs> he just hangs up the phone. I'm like, what? <laughs> so that was like, they would have a bet every year. And like, that how much? How much were they betting on your I death? Don't know, like, how like hundred bucks. Like, it was like how much pool. is their death worth to you? That's <laughs> what I want to know. It was a running pool. They had a running pool. Going. I don't know how much it's worth now. I think they just stopped doing it because they're like, he's never going to die. Like, See, I believe I can believe that too. Like you've survived. Yeah, like I should have, dude. I should have been dead so many times. Yeah. They're like, is this not going to happen, dude? I, the whole month of October where I've been hiding, kidney and liver failure for a month. No big deal. Yeah. No big deal. You've just been in the hospital, throwing up blood, all this stuff. You're good. I went twice to the hospital, and they're like. Yeah, we don't even care, man. They just sent me home. They're like, we know. They was like, get here's some fluids. Just fucking go home. They're done with me too. Yeah. yeah. How how like, did man. uh body slam start? I was like, I said, I was doing this other sites for a while, and um, I don't know, man. I was just like, fuck, this thing's floundering. It's not really doing well. And I was like, uh, I need something to like just do better. And I was just sat there and looked for new names to start for website, just to rebrand, you know. And uh, that was the one I landed on. That nice. was really it. It was just searching for stuff. And I would have gone like .com, but you want to buy that? You want to buy Bodyslam.com? Fork over a couple hundred thousand dollars, apparently. 
So I was like, yeah, nobody's ever doing that. So I think I'm safe with uh, .NET. So I just ran with that instead. It's a very, uh, it's a very post Malone esque story there, Cass. Yeah. Um, I know he also used like a random name generator, and yeah. you know, the rest I had some history. other options, but I mean, really, it was just like I needed to rebrand because, I, like I said, I had like Chief Heat Wrestling. I was doing that for a long time, right? And now there's like podcast and shit. They have that. Like I think Sam Roberts even stole that fucking podcast name from because <laughs> they had that website first. But what, what are we gonna do? What you gonna do about it? So I was like, well, that's getting better traction than what I was doing. So I think I need to rebrand. So basically that's what happened is I rebranded from that because his podcast was doing better than my website, which had been going around for like 10 years before that anyway. Um, and that was just some of the options. I had some friends and we just started talking, but like as the people kicked me ideas and I started looking around and that was the most like made more sense for branding and marketing purposes as far as like how to, you know, what I thought would work. And it just, uh, it's just it was open. It was one of the open website domains. And so I just bought it. And I spent about what I'd say three or four months, like running it without like even letting people know it was there, just to get like a back history and a back catalog of stuff before I did like a soft launch. And then I did like a hard launch, I think uh, January 2018. Because like I think my soft launch was whatever that first Starcast was in Winston Salem or Greensboro mm -hmm. that night. So I was at that, and I think that was the first night I went live. And like was running, uh, I started doing like live results that night. So I was like getting actual traffic from that night on. But I didn't really launch, I think, until January that first year of uh, 2018. Do, uh, <laughs> do, do you want to talk about like any like kind of the bigger stories that broke like around the time that the website was founded or? Um, you know, I do, there's so many I couldn't even really fucking, I, I'm, not, I'm not that good at remembering shit. I have to go pull my stuff back up, honestly. But like I just did a bunch of shit back then, like... Um, what really got me was a lot of the, uh, I guess the, the the Saudi Arabia stuff, 2000, whenever in Halloween that when they got like uh, not yeah. held hostage, <laughs> uh, right, right, yeah, <laughs> that stuff. So that that was really some of the first stuff because like yeah, I, knew, I mean I knew people that were on the plane and they were texting me about it. They're like, hey man, just in case I don't make it, here's what's going on. I was like, oh well, all right, thank you. And he's like, wait till I get home, then you can print all this shit. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> So that was really like how, how it started, but I did a bunch. I mean, I've been around like a bunch of stuff. I think I did like some of the Sting contract info was some of my first AEW stuff for a little bit there that got information that nobody really saw. <laughs> I was like, I think I had how long he had signed, when he actually signed, what he had, and there's a bunch of shit, man. Like, but everybody knows me from Daniel Bryan on, basically, or Danielson on. So that's say, really the one that the, you know, the will go with got stuff. me anywhere. Yeah, the, the Danielson yeah. stuff is when I remember you, you blew up and then you had people. I think I texted you that day. You I? If it, it was like, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, we, we, we'd, we'd known each other for a while. And people who know me know that I always like text my friends and like, hey, send me the scoop so I can pre write the story and everything. Yeah, I so I was that. asking I you. To, I don't mind doing it. I'm like, hey, I got something coming for you. <laughs> I was asking you that for something. You were telling me, like, okay. <laughs> That was a sweaty day, man. Because like I, I, I hit Sean up because I was checking on some that, and he was like, "Hey, I got this CM Punk stuff that's about to go. Have you heard anything about that?" I was like, "Well, fuck, that's on this list too." Uh, <laughs> I was like, "Have you heard anything about this though?" And he was like, "Wait, what?" I'm like, "All right, hold on, I'll be, I'll get to you in a second. And I was like, "I know where I'm focusing my energy now because he had the other shit." So I was like, "All right," but uh, yeah, it was a busy day. Uh, but from there, you know, that's where most people know me from, but dude, I've been around doing this shit forever. And like, that was the thing too, is I was just interviewed. I did most of the indie stuff. So 
you know, all of these guys that are now famous, I've known since they were fucking starting out, you know, which is my favorite thing to do, is watch these guys that are fucking green and then watch them get, you know, get somewhere. That's awesome. Hell yeah. I'm kind of in that boat right now is like starting to happen a little bit more because my, my like getting deep on the indie scene is more like 2015 on kind of. Mm. So like bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly. When you place your first wager at bet MGM, simply download the bet MGM app and sign up using code champion 150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. So that's starting to... I'm starting to kind of understand probably what... Yeah. You know, you know so it's... Yeah, because I mean, dude, you were in the same area, man. Because I'm like two and a half hours from you. Like I right. go to Atlanta stuff all the time. So we well, that's where we met in person people. for the first time. GCW in Atlanta at Center Stage. That was fun. That was a fun night. That was a fun weekend, man. The Char- the Charlotte one before that was a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, you got to see me in my natural element, which is really not <laughs> like really not even working. It's just hanging out and doing stuff with the guys and the boys and just chilling. Like yeah, I, think no, I, I knew I, I carded I... my way into this hat. <laughs> <laughs> like i was like let me get one of them hats too like i'll get you later like i, uh, I think i think jensen had messaged me that night it's like oh hanging out with Cass. i was like oh i know i know what's going on here i know because i know how Cass hangs out at these shows <laughs> i I've, I've been with yeah. Cass. i go to shows. have fun i go to have fun you do you enjoy yourself like but bless that's, it honestly man, that's, dude, that's something that's funny when these people like I got this other guy the other day be talking shit on Twitter. He's like, yeah, you seem like a lot of fun. You, you need to lighten the fuck up, you asshole. And I was like, this guy. I was like, this fucking guy. I was like, wow. So I'm this one guy. He comments on you guys' stuff all the time. I think his name is Joel or something. He was like, uh, man, imagine thinking Cassidy's not fun. I was like, fucking right? I was like, this guy. Talking about somebody that's talking shit about not knowing anything. Like, I've never been accused of not being fun, buddy. Like, come on. So that's always great when people start using that against me on Twitter. I'm like, well, obviously you have never seen anything about me (laughs) to be like, you're no fun. You fucking square. All right. Thanks guy. Cass, Cass legitimately the, the nicest and like most fun person to, to hang out with. I I think I, I don't know if I've told the story on this show before, but I know I've told it before. First time we met was after it was at full gear 2019. Oh, so uh, that was, that was, that was, that's the story. That's the one that really kind of got me. Was that Jimmy Jacob or not Jim, Jimmy, Jimmy Rave, Jimmy Havoc fight. Havoc. Sorry. I Jimmy Havoc fight. Jimmy yeah. Jimmy so that Rave. was the one where anybody was, cause people were like, this can't be true. There's no way yeah. this fight, this fight really happened. I'm like, guys, I was fucking there, but all right, man, <laughs> if you guys say so, you know what I mean? Like, okay. And we were at full gear and, uh, I, I, I think I'd report it right before I left the hotel. Yeah. So like by the time I got there, you're sitting there and you're like, Hey, uh, Sean uh, told me to tell you, Hey, I was like, Oh shit, what's up, man. And we kind of like socialized and fraternized there. And my first thing is like, Hey, where are you from? And you were like Raleigh. And I was like, Oh shit, man, I'm from Asheville. So we're in from both from North Carolina. In my mind, I'm like, 
I know what I'm going to ask you later after the show. You know, I'm like, <laughs> we're going like, to see this guy. This guy's going to want to hang out. He's from North Carolina. If not, what the fuck are we even doing here? So I, was like, I had a bigger like, beard than I had now. I, I mean, I, I looked like the writing I, was on the wall, pal. You know, yeah. I mean? like, you weren't fooling any. You weren't fooling anybody. <laughs> like, hey, man, you want to catch a buzz on the way home? Um, so we hung out after the show, and then we've been friends with some of the guys. Since. Yeah, with some of the yeah. guys. Uh, yeah. With some of the with some of the some people from the show. Some of the, some of the talent. <clears throat> they're like, hey, I'm meeting some people after the scrum from the at the hotel. Do you want to go with me? And you were like, yeah, let's go. But uh, yeah, that night, that was the Jimmy, Jimmy Havoc fight that people were yeah. like, there's no way that could be true. And I remember walking to the scrum and uh, everybody was talking about it when I got in there. And they were like, who's going to be the one to ask about the Jimmy? Uh, I think Nick was like, well, anybody should fucking ask. He asked since he fucking reported. I was like, yeah, that'd be only, I think, fitting and fair, right? So I was trying to ask it and nobody would fucking let me speak. And then somebody stole it from me. I was like, fucking assholes. But whatever. But yeah, he acknowledged that one. What was Tony? What did he say? Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen worse fights in football. And I'm like, ah, I bet you have. But that was pretty fucking wild, still, because he stabbed <laughs> him in the neck with a fork. But whatever. <laughs> oh, Choked man. him out, then got stabbed with the neck with a fork. Like, damn. He's mad about it. Rough, rough night for Jimmy Havoc. Phone got busted. <sighs> Dude, he he broke his phone. I watched that. I like. I got hit by it. That's when I was like. I'm like, what the fuck was that, man? Because we walked around the corner to just like go and catch a buzz, <laughs> like me and some people from inside, some of the other wrestlers and stuff. And like, we came back around, the, they were like, that's fucking wild. Let's go and chill the fuck outside for a little bit, let that cool down. And we rounded back the corner, man. It was like the meltdown of Jimmy Havoc outside in the parking lot. So that was a fun weekend, man. Baltimore was fun. We had a good that was time really fun. And then that was like the last, I guess, revolution happened. But then, yeah, because like, I went to Chicago. Did they I have went a Starcast to Chicago with for revolution? No, but I was up there for that. I was up there okay. for that one too. That was the night I went out with Tony and everybody at the after parties and shit till like six in the morning. That was wild. Tony uh, was Tony Khan, the owner. He was yeah. fucking. He led. A, there was a conga line of people. It was fucking wild. I don't remember who all. <laughs> literally, from one bar to the next, everybody was like, "We're gonna lose everybody. Just put your hands on each other's shoulders." And there's like twenty of us walk into the fucking bar, and as soon as you walk in, they're like, "You're with Tony's group, right?" And they just like led us to the tables. And we drank liquor shots all night. It was fun. Tony uh, was telling you his plans to to for world domination. Brother, I heard a year's worth of booking and didn't say a word because he asked <laughs> me not to. And now he hates me. I don't know, man. I was like, brother, I didn't spoil anything for a year. Come on, man. Give me a pass on something. You'd think, right? You but, had <laughs> the, and I don't think this, I don't know who came from, but you had when, when Cody came back and him winning the TNT title again. I remember when you told me that and then you reported they, it a couple weeks later and then it yeah, happened because I, I kept saying it on air. I was like, Cody's going to win the title for the end of the year. Like that's my prediction. I, I knew like, that I, the, they, they'd made a new belt for him. I knew about all that. Like I was sitting on it and I was like, I was like, I, mean, I was like, can, can I do this yet? And the guy's like, yeah, go ahead. You can finally fucking do it. But I was, was that true by the way? Cause I had heard about the new belt, but I didn't know if that was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because they didn't mind up actually doing it, it, right? They never use it. They never use it. Yeah, but I heard that it was made also. Yeah, (laughs) it was a new belt and everything. It was all types of stuff. But yeah, I don't know. There's some. That was man. Poor. I miss. I kind of miss Cody and AEW. I think that was fun times. That was kind of fun. Hey, I found that this the other day at the Walmart. You got this yet? You guys are Cody guys. Oh, I'm definitely a Cody guy. I I don't have that yet, but I am looking for it. Um, is that the Walmart exclusive one or the? uh, Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's the nice. Walmart exclusive one with uh, <clears throat> the sweet Codelander get up. 
Because there's like, like a there's like a regular version one where it's just like a repaint. They both look pretty similar, but I want the Walmart exclusive one that you. Have. Yeah, this is the only at Walmart one. I, I didn't want to spend the money that day. I was like, fuck. When I walked <laughs> in there, I saw it. I was like, yeah, now I got to spend money. I know that feeling very well. We 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 both uh, we both went through that together. Um, after. Sure, I- yeah. The day after oh, Jeremy's wedding, Jeremy told well, us Jeremy about Jeremy sent us to the place. store. Yeah, he sent us to like the coolest, uh, the coolest spot ever to buy God, retro dude. stuff. Yeah, I was just like, I was sweating in there. I was this was it was terrible. I was like, you're buying shit. And I'm like, I gotta get the fuck out of here, dude. If 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 I wasn't having to fly oh, with like, the luggage, like if I had space, I probably would have left with like like a mint in box 32x that night. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I, I, I had to get out of there because I didn't have the money to spend. I would have just built. I, I had it, but I didn't have it. If that makes sense. Yeah. So I was like I got to get out of here before I just like come home with like three hundred, four hundred dollars oh, worth of man. bullshit I don't fucking need. Which like guys, I don't know if you know about bullshit I don't need, but see, I got AEW <laughs> figures stacked to the ceiling. Yeah. I got shit stacked. I love it. See, I, bullshit I don't fucking need. I just knocked over so. Many. Also, Jensen got to watch chat, me. Just claps in the chat, by the way, while this is happening. Jensen got to watch me open baseball cards and football cards I didn't fucking I did. need all weekend too. And like, dude, they're just sitting right here. I don't even know where to put those. I just got like stacks, stacks of fucking football cards. Here's Respect. a Terrence Matt. Here's a Terrence uh, Marshall Jr. You like that one? That's a good one. I mean, anyway. it'd be cool if he played a little bit more. He's finally starting. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. I got his rookies, brother. I got all these rookie cards worth him. So let's go. <laughs> Fuck. I bought I bought football cards today. It was stupid. Basketball today. It was stupid. Well, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why I do this to myself. Well, you did it. It, and it's fun, man. Oh, what did I get? I, I got some it. good shit today. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Pretty Hold good. on. All right. All right. So today I got uh, – I'm pretty sure this one's worth something. It's this uh, Ant-Man rookie. It's a okay. nice uh, purple uh, marquee panini. I got uh, – dude, I got – Brother, this is this is just what I sleeved today. Fuck, it was stupid. It was dumb. Oh, fuck. But anyway, hey, anybody wants to buy cards? Let's let's talk. I got fucking cards out the ass. My buddy Same bought cash. a fucking uh, my buddy my buddy who came through the other day and was just at my house. He's like, "What's this?" It was just sitting on the table that I had opened, and it was some fucking like uh, Panini Zebra Drew McIntyre. He dropped like he's like, "I'll buy this for seventy bucks right now." I was like, "All right, whatever." He just took it and ran out the door. Uh, apparently, I think I he robbed me blind. I don't know what happened on that one, but stuff like that laying around, dude. I just waste money on shit. I wish you could see the fuck. I'm just going to reach over and just grab a stack of wrestling cards just to see what we're going to grab here. Let's see. Um, it looks like a Sasha Banks relic fucking card oh, of man. some sort. They're going to go crazy if they know you got that. You're uh, fast really lane, Sasha down. Banks fast lane relic. Right here, we got. Uh, Bret Hart British Bulldog sell a sell uh, from that's pretty cool. Their SummerSlam match it looks, and then I got this Hogan Warrior fucking sell as well. That's mm-hmm. what that's that was just that that was that that stack. Do you have um? I've actually been I don't I I used to collect cards when I was younger, but um, I've been looking into uh, graded cards lately potentially as like as uh, investments, if you will. Yeah, uh, I oh, I yeah. consider a lot of my my collection investments to make myself feel better about the amount of money I spend. Um, all the autographs are out stonks, of range. right yeah um but i is it would you do you know anything about like i've been looking at like the cody Rhodes aew rookie cards and they don't I seem super they don't seem super expensive they seem pretty reasonable but they're graded like mint like nines 9.5s i think i found a 10 as well i think i found an mjf 10 and i was like mm-hmm. you know what i might actually get a few of these like i kind of have the itch to get back in the cards a little bit 
Yeah, I my buddy though he he buys wrestling cards like crazy. Like he found, dude. There's a value. There's a market for him. So if you're gonna get it, definitely get the great. Like anything great is so much more valuable than not, obviously. But <laughs> dude, my buddy found like a Undertaker, uh, gold. He sold it for like five thousand bucks. Like he's got so much shit, dude. It's like one of one Braun Breakers like stuff in these series and crazy shit that he's got. Like so, I, I got I just I get addicted just watching him do it. So then I just. Let me just grab another stack. Let me see what kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, stupid. Just uh, I got so many stupid shit over here. Where are they at? Oh, here we go. This is the ones I was looking for. So apparently, I was like, because you know, like, what's the weird shit? Undertaker won't sign like his 1991 like card, right? Oh, is that a thing? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he won't sign it. So I was like, oh, that's weird. So I just remember, like, I was like, let me just go to my box of cards when I was a kid. There you go. Here's that Undertaker 1999 I found. Uh, probably perfectly minted too. But uh, dude, I just, I just I even had them when I was a kid. Like I just had boxes and boxes. My WCW cards are stupid. I don't even know where those are. But dude. I have every one of them. Uh, I, as you I'm can possibly very find. Jealous, very jealous about that. I, love I don't them. even know what's in this box. I don't have a clue. We're gonna see. Oh, uh, DC cards from 1991. DC comic cards from 1991. Well, that was part of it. I could tell you had um, the the itch badly when we were um, when we were walking around that uh, that spot that Jeremy told us about, and like we had seen all the figures and stuff already. And then you were like, "Oh, they have comic books too." Fuck me, like great, dude. Like- hold on, uh, comic books. I've got my like I got under I got Wolverine number one somewhere like graded. You uh, should set up a table at WrestleCade, cast and just yeah, like, so a bunch of this stuff. Yeah, Hold on. Uh, you got masks. You want masks? You guys like masks? Uh, I do want like a Penta mask. Here's a Penta. Yeah. Here's a Penta mask. It's pretty fucking. It's uh, authentic, actually. So it's like got the actual sequence. Like, dude, it's just stupid. I fucking hate it. I don't even know what. Here's another one. I don't even know what this mask is. It's a guy. It's like a white one. <laughs> Just uh, cash. Just start sending me like monthly, monthly like gift boxes. I got kids oh, now. I'll, I'll put sick. this stuff to use. I would subscribe to a cash crate. <laughs> a cash crate, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's this box? Let's see. Oh, these are baseball cards when I was a child. Apparently, one of nineteen. Uh, here's a nineteen eighty whatever Mike Schmidt. Oh wow! Oh, it's a, no, no, excuse me. It's a nineteen seventy four Mike Schmidt. Oh, uh, there you go. Kevin I gotta get you. Cards. I gotta get you in touch with uh, my buddy Dustin because he collects a bunch of stuff. You might have seen him on Twitter, but I he collects a bunch of stuff and has like a whole room. I'm sure yeah, he do. will. What do we do? Something break? Lose Jeremy? But there we go. No, no we're, we're back. We're good. We got every. Oh, okay. We're good. Tom Glavin rookie cards, bro. I don't even know. Braves legend. <laughs> Dude, I, Braves fan. I'm a Braves fan, guys. I quit I watching baseball, of course, when we got eliminated because that's what that's Braves fair. fans do. Yeah. Is what game are we on in the World Series now? It's like game three or four, right? It's game I'm, three I'm not, yeah. as we're recording this. It is game who's, three. Uh, yeah. uh, who's, who's, I, I can tell you that, that this will date when this is taking place. Uh, the Phillies up 3 nothing in the bottom of the second. There you go. Nice. Fuck one, the Phillies. I hate the Phillies so fucking much, man. Ugh. Why? I mean, I assume you became a Braves fan just because you live in Atlanta. Yeah, you, I grew up. I was born in Marietta, so like I, yeah. I was a baby. Like my family—that's where my family's from. So I was okay, my first okay. game when I was a baby. Like I think my me parents and, took me to baby when I was I literally baby. That my parents were taking me to games. So yeah, very I was, important. Very I, was important say, I grew. I grew up in the same city, Marietta, which is this crazy small world. 
Mm-hmm. Very important Braves question. Best Braves pitcher of the three-headed monster. Smoltz. Ooh, that's so that's I'm between what Smoltz, Smoltz, Maddox, and Glavin. I'm going Smoltz. See, I, I was I'm a Maddox Dude, guy too. Fuck, fuck all that. Smoltz Steve, is the workhorse. I've got his rookie card. I just pulled a Steve Avery rookie card out if you want to right there. Fucking Steve Avery. Fucking Mark Wolder, son. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I like Stanton. I, uh, yeah. Fucking. Oh, I remember. I was very into baseball when I was. Charlie Liebrandt was the fifth man in that rotation. In case you were wondering. Dude, that was a that was a squad, dude. I remember like. Raphael Belliard and those dudes, Mark Lemke, some OGs uh, right there. Before Belliard, who was there before Belliard? Because um, I think they traded for him in 91. Was Blouser? Was that Blouser? Jeff, Jeff Blouser. Jeff yeah. fucking Blouser. Came from yeah. the Cubs. Yeah, from the man. Cubs. So much. I'm just obscure. I have just the most obscure Braves and Twins knowledge of like the like oh, early God. to mid 90s. And then it's like, and then I just like got out. I got way too into like, combat sports and stuff and just in football and yeah. i just like stopped like watching baseball I, I like going to games live like you know most people do but i just stopped like following it after like, probably like the late 90s probably around the time griffey's like kind of stopped like when he started like slowing down and and kirby pocket wasn't playing anymore and i was like all right i think this i'm out like you know i quit watching when i tore my shoulder in high school and i lost all my scholarships to college uh, oh yeah that's like, gotta be a, yeah, yeah like, college like, is a picture I would I was gone into colleges. I could have gone to college as a wrestler or a pitcher or a third base catcher. I was played I played all over the place. I was good at sports. Oh I, I played catcher. I, I was a catcher and they for my entire youth they used to try to all always try to make me play. I played behind fucking what's his name? Uh Carl Anderson. Chad fucking Allegra was our fucking uh catcher in our traveling team. I was behind him <laughs> on the fucking traveling team here in, in our area. Motherfucker never got. I never had to play because of him. He played third base too, so I was always fucking behind that guy. He should. I mean, I don't know if you have the money to fight him. He. It takes a lot of money to for Carl Anderson to show up anywhere. Did you fight him? Nah. Could you beat up Carl Anderson? Nah, probably not. I'm a pussy now. <laughs> Would you? Oh, you take yeah, a chop, Carl. You take yeah, a chop. I tried. I tried. I asked him. Did you do it one time? Yeah, he was being a dick uh, about it too. Gallows likes me. Gallows and I are buddies. Anderson never yes. would. Anderson always was kind of weird. Never would chat. Never would hang out. But mm. Gallows is cool. Gallows, I like Gallows. I miss him being around. Who's the Who's the worst uh, chop that you've taken? Fucking cash off the screen, off the air too. Was the worst one I ever did because I literally Nyla had just lit me the fuck up, and I literally just got done filming Nyla, put my shit back on. I was like, thanks God that sucked because she hit my back and my chest. And uh, right then the elevator cash comes out and he's like, did I fucking miss it? Yeah, yeah, I just filmed it, man. He was like, oh, shit. And he's like, let me see. And I was like, oh, show him. It's starting to raise up, I bet. So I'm like, yeah, as soon as I get like right here, he's just like, ah, fucking hits me so hard, so fucking hard that there was some woman that was like working like in this little like side area room next. She came running. She dropped shit running, thought something bad happened. She was like, thought somebody was in a fight, like something terrible had happened. She goes, what the? And it's just me with like a hand to just say, dude, it was. And he just laughs. And I'm like, dude, that wasn't even on. I looked at my buddy. I was like, did you film that at least? And he was like, no. And I was like, dude. And he was like, yeah, ha And just ran away. But um, <laughs> that one was probably the worst just because I wasn't ready. You know what I mean? Like, I had not, I had no idea it was coming. And my shirt was over my head, dude, like hockey style. I didn't even see. It was just, god down. And, but AJ Graves was bad too. Like, you know, that one hurt. And I had just done seven in a row by the time I did hit 
yeah, that one hurt too. But uh, my mom apparently doesn't want me to do chops anymore because she thinks that's why my back broke. And I'm like, no, it's the car wreck that I got thrown out of the car when it flipped four times and thrown <laughs> through the vehicle. That broke my back, not chops. <laughs> yeah, that sounds a lot worse than chops. Yeah, that apparently did it. They're like, when I was in the dock, and the dock, like, if you, if anything could have happened that maybe your back could have gotten hurt from? I was like, what is that fucking wreck that you <laughs> literally treated me for? And he was like, when, oh, yeah. when did this wreck happen? This was 20. Janu- January. 2020. January 31st, 2020. Yeah. Yeah, right yeah, before I, remember, I went to Revolution. I went to Revolution two weeks later with a concussion like a motherfucker, that, bro. I remember Three that because I I was messaging you if you needed anything or whatever. And you're like, oh, yeah, like I'm out. I'm going to Revolution in a couple of weeks. I'm just like, you are insane. I went to Atlanta between that, the cage match thing on the way to that, I did, think, did, on the way, the Road to Revolution or whatever that was, the Cody Cage match. Wasn't that like in February? Oh, I was at that too. Yeah, that was a great and then show. At the, and then like two or three weeks later was the show in Chicago, the Revolution. Then the world shut down. But, yeah, that's when I had fucking gotten in that wreck. Dude, I had a concussion. That was, the I thought, the only thing that we thought was the problem. They're like, oh, you just got a concussion. I'm like, you think? <laughs> like, like, yeah. And I was like, all right. But, uh, yeah, I remember having to do concussion tests for, like, dude, uh, 18 months before I fucking finally cleared a concussion protocol little test. They were like, don't get hit again. I'm like, that's a good rule of thumb anywhere. <laughs> but thanks, Doc. But, uh, yeah. Then, um, yeah, then I guess uh, that flight in January to GCW, I flew up there for Hammerstein. And the the cabin pressure, uh, fucking, because my, my vertebrae and shit were already just wrecked apparently, and I didn't know it. I've been walking around, but uh, apparently the pressurizing and depressurizing of the cabin caused that fucking broken vertebrae just to slide even worse. Or maybe that's where when it slid as far, they don't know. But yeah, it was like nine times what it should have been out of place from like the gap distance, and I couldn't. It it touched that nerve or whatever that lower uh, that some nerve on my. Uh, I still got nerve damage. My foot's still fucked up. But yeah, like it, uh, that cabin pressure. So by the end of the weekend, I could move that on my, on my spine, hit that nerve, and I couldn't walk. So by the time I got back home from uh, Hammerstein, bro, I was like, get me out of this fucking. I, I was like hobbling, like old man. I could barely get to the car, sat down, got drove my ass home, and I couldn't move for like two weeks. I was like, something's fucked up, man. Like, I don't understand. Like, what happened? Went to the doctor, and they're like, yeah, your shit's fucking shattered. Like, it was bad. And just drive everywhere. Yeah, huh? I said now you just drive everywhere. Like if you you haven't flown since then, have you? No, I, I drove most of the time before that. Anyway, I only flew when it was like I don't know, just a little bit too far and not like somewhere I wanted to have my car. Like I didn't really want my car in New York. I don't understand like how I don't understand how your body is held up. You, bro, wrestlers drive everywhere all the time. Anyway, it's no different. I put my mile. You got to get your miles somewhere, baby. You can't yeah. take my miles. You can't take my. I miles feel like wrestlers from. don't have half the injuries that you have. Uh, why think I? Why do you think I couldn't do this at twenty eight? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I would have. I would. I would have fallen the fuck apart. They got the but, buses uh, now. We gotta. Where, where's Cody to pay for you for a bus? Dude, I would be. I, I don't know. I don't think I would like to ride. I like driving. I don't. I don't like the riding in the car part. I like to drive it. Fair. I don't know. I'm. I'm very similar. Very similar. Yeah, you can't put me in the back. I'll be puking like a child, car sickness style. So yeah, my man that. knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, my man knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I didn't even tell you about um, my flight home. 
Like, oh, I don't want to even need to get into all that on this. I've talked about it a little bit on like other podcasts and stuff, but dude, it resulted in me having a legitimate panic attack on the plane. And I wound up having to be wheelchaired like out of there. Like, and then I had to walk. So, you know, you know, Hartsfield International Airport. Yeah. So okay. they put me in a wheelchair. They took all my vitals and everything because, like, I was like, really, I was like messed up. They like, took my blood and my blood pressure and um, uh, a whole bunch of random tests. And they had like an ambulance there ready for me and everything. Yeah. I had like a full on, like, it was like the culmination of like 34 years of like hating flying and motion sickness and claustrophobia and, and nervousness and nauseousness and just everything just all at one time. Anyway. Mm-hmm. And it was a legitimate panic attack where you know I couldn't feel my arms and legs. It was it was it was scary. Oh, dude. Yeah, I have um, to take I had to take anxiety medicine like did during the day, like so it's take three times a day to like I have high functioning anxiety, so I'm like constantly in a panic. So I know exactly what you're talking about. It's so a, but the the funny but, thing yeah, though, so were they waiting on you when you landed? Well, so, so no, so like, no, so did this happen in the air? Oh sorry, I I, I think there was a little bit of a delay. Um, I, uh, so it, I, it was bad the whole time, but like when we landed, I was like trying to, uh, get off the plane and I like, couldn't feel my arms and legs. And I, I honestly thought I was like having a heart attack or something. And like the whole plane before I knew it, the whole plane had cleared out and I was just sitting there. I was the only one on the plane. So someone came up to me and was like asking if I was okay. And I was like, honestly, like, I, like, I don't think so. Like, I don't. Like I've never felt like this before. So they like kind of helped me off the plane and put me in this wheelchair. And like I said, they like took all my, all my vitals and, and literally like took my blood. I was sitting there like with the, with the passengers who were getting ready to board the plane that I just got off of probably just freaking everybody out. You know, they're all like, what's happened to this guy on the plane we're about to get onto. Um, and, uh, but this is the funny part about this is so I'm sitting in this wheelchair afterwards for like 15 minutes and just like, I think they completely forgot about me. So I just stood up with like my luggage. Like I put my like heavy ass backpack on and grabbed my, my, uh, my suitcase. And because I didn't, I was so messed up. I didn't want to get on the trains throughout the airport. So I walked the entire distance of Hartsfield International and my dad was like waiting for me at baggage claim. And he like, he knows, like he knows, he knew it was bad. So anyway, I, I did like a 45 minute long walk, like just all the way across like the airport. That's like five miles, dude. Dude, it was so long. And at the end of it, but by, by about, about a halfway into it, I started feeling better. Um, but I've made the, the complete decision that I will never fly again. Like I, I, I will never do it. So I'm with you, man. I actually, uh, I actually can sympathize for uh, for kind of what you uh, what you deal with with that man. It sucks, but it was worth it for Jeremy. I was glad I was at yeah. the wedding. It was a good drive. It was a nice, easy ride. I mean, shit, man, that ride was longer than I thought it was going to be. It was what nine hours, dude? What? And you don't sleep either. Like, you, you, like you because <laughs> you also sleep. drove because you also Never drove SP three to the airport one of these mm-hmm. nights at like four in the morning or something. I mean. You're an animal, dude. But very appreciated, though. I mean, it was like a great, yeah. great guy. But that was nuts. It, man, that was all. He didn't need a, an Uber that long. Would have been a bitch that early. Fuck that. I've been a bitch for Uber, so I was like, no, I'll drive you, man. Fuck it. Because like we went to bed at what? You would go. You went to bed at what? Like two, one thirty, two o'clock. Yeah, I can't remember. So I was like, man, it's like two more hours. Fuck it. So I'll just watch uh, Russell War eighty nine and wait for him. Because <laughs> he, cra- he just crashed on the couch at the Airbnb. Yeah. 
Um, I think I rolled like three blunts, smoked some weed while he was asleep. <laughs> it was a good time. It was a good time. Well, my little, you know, I mean, like, what am I going to do? Well, I mean, like, <laughs> look, man, I've slept a little, like sleeping. I don't, you're right. I don't sleep much. I get, I get my sleep, but right now my sleep schedule is really fucked up. It's because I'm sick a lot too. So my schedule is, my sleep schedule is really fucking weird. I get like four to five hours, like I guess a night, but it's like in a weird spot of the day. So it'd be like 5 a.m. to like 10 or like, you know, like three o'clock to eight, you know? So, or I'll be awake for like three days. And it's like, all right, it's 11 a.m. now. And then I'll just sleep until five o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, well, that fucked today up. And then now I know it's going to be bad for like another week. But it allows me, it allows me to, uh, chat with people that I normally wouldn't a lot of times too, because I'm like, what's Shazza doing at 5 a.m.? So me and Shazza talk all the time at five o'clock in the morning because I'm awake and she's doing the middle of her day in Australia time. So, you know, it's, it, 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 you know, whatever. it works out. Can you, yeah. can you share any Chase Owens road stories? Probably not of him. That'd be a, <laughs> that, that wouldn't be fun for him. <laughs> um, no, nah, I mean, we, I mean, just, you know, just a lot of, we, a lot of time I just listened, you know, I just listened to him and Ricky talk or him and Sigmund tell me stories. Cause I wrote a lot with Sigmund too. He was fun. And then that guy, he's been around everywhere, but these guys wrestled early two thousands. Like I think Sigmund was wrestling like 2004 or five. So I got to listen to like lots of good stories from him, but I don't know, man, it's cool. Like, I, I mean, because of those guys though, I got invited to Bobby Eaton's funeral because of those guys, you know, because I'm meeting those guys and doing shit with those guys. And that was really cool. Was that that's probably my favorite thing I ever did was to be like the main sponsor and help raise money for that show, for that Bobby Eaton show that we did on fight before he passed away. I guess it was what December, 2019. <laughs> and that was, a, that was a shitload of fun, man. Like WWE sent Regal to us for that. And he was there and did a whole thing while he was under contract. And, uh, that was cool shit, but you know, I mean, not really, I can't really tell stories from like, I'd rather those guys tell the stories, you know what I mean? Especially if it's on air. Cause I don't know what they would want to tell, you know what I mean? But you know, I mean, just a lot of, a lot of nights of just driving all night and then eating a lot of waffle houses in the middle of the morning or Denny's and coming back. There's not a lot that happens in Shiraz, South Carolina, the fucking that way down, you know what I mean? Like the flats of North Carolina, South Carolina dudes, but it's boring. So there wasn't a lot to just, just in the car, just listening to fucking, Listen to Ricky usually. That was the most fun. I was listening to him tell stories. Like, come on, baby, rock and roll. You know what I mean? That's a good Morton. That's a yeah, really that's good. A I, I goddamn, I told him, baby. Yeah, goddamn. No, nah, I, I love Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ricky, man. I can't wait. Um, he buried me at the last WrestleCade. I gotta, I gotta fight him this year. I think. Nice. Really? I missed that. Wait. Oh yeah! You? I told you, baby. Come on now. What do you do? No, he. So he comes up and he introduces himself to to Sean and everything. He's like, "Oh, Sean, like, well, you don't return my DMs." And he's like, "Yeah, you don't follow me." And then uh, Sean's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." And then Sean's like, "Oh, this is Jeremy. This is our lead writer." He's like, "What's your name?" Like Jerry's like, "Oh, who gives a fuck?" I was like, "All right, oh, Ricky Morton just burying me." Oh, nice. <laughs> oh man. You should have been with us the night before because uh, I guess I walked into – or no, maybe it was that night. I went into the bar uh, or whatever, and Carrie was there. And I know Carrie, Carrie wasn't even 21 yet. Carrie's at the bar. He's like, yes, guys, they woo. And he's all excited, waves me over. I'm like, what are you fucking doing here? He's like, hang out with my dad, man. He's just having a blast. So I was just, <laughs> I'm not going to any any hotel bar, wherever bar you're at. I'm not going there with you 
that's that was that one night. That was just that one night that uh -huh. I got kicked out. I just got uh -huh. kicked. That was that night. Yeah, it was the same bar. <laughs> it was the same bar another night. Another I definitely year. wasn't gonna try to risk that again if you went back to this. Bro, they bar. didn't care. I went the next year. They don't give a shit. They're just happy to see us. <laughs> and that was the same like the same bar. And I was uh in the lobby of the hotel between the bar and the lobby is where I got moonshine drunk with uh fucking everybody that night. So yeah, you should definitely come. I'll be there this year. I'm sure we'll hang out. And... I can't wait. I was going to ask you if you were going to be there because, man, that's my favorite. I love hanging out with you guys. It's so weekend. it's such a good it's time. so much fun. Yeah, it's such a good time. There's so many people there. There's are you you have are you going to be there for the you have to stay for the day after event, bro? Are you going to be there? So I don't know if I'm going to say I'm I'm coming on Friday and then I'll be there Saturday. Obviously, I don't know about Sunday because now that I'm married and, and have the family and everything, I've had to rearrange my my travel schedule. A little bit so i will see about about sunday see, but i'll definitely be there sunday, Friday, there's there's more convention on sunday a little bit you know and then we have two shows on sunday that's the one man yeah i i, I gotta i gotta see my white, i gotta see my parents. white mike white mike for the world title sunday afternoon i do i do want to hang out with white mike oh he'll be there. That, that, that guy i mean it's i know our, it's our there. weekend yeah yeah i know it's i know a, he's it's gonna be weekend, there man. Yeah, that's, gotta, a, that's a big him. weekend for us. Bro. That's a big weekend for this house. <laughs> we have a lot of fun on WrestleCade weekend. I assume White Mike just won't won't know it, won't know me again. You'll introduce us. We'll have to do like, it all again, third you. year in a row. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, sure, Jeremy. I've never met you before. Nice to meet you. Like, oh, like we've done I, we met last year. Too. If you hadn't canceled our show, like that we were going to do the three of us, then it would have gone. It'd be a lot, a whole lot easier. But you totally that's, canceled that. I did. Did. That's, we did that's like two episodes. We booked George South to the moon, and he canceled. You guys were pushing the shit out of George South. Have you not, you bro? Have you do you know why? Have you seen it? He wrestled Jimmy Lloyd the other day, guys. Come yeah, on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's epic. He huh. was he was wrestling. I mean, he wrestles every year at that show. It's great. It's it's so good. I can't wait for this year too. What's going to happen? I know they've been uh, the program that's been building up for him is uh, George Junior just turned on him. His oh. son just turned his back on it a couple months ago, and now they're feuding. So hopefully we get a big, big blow off for that. I will probably be the day after as well. That's the Sunday night closer, man. You gotta, dude. If you're there, you have to go to that. It's gonna be great. If I'm there, I'll go to the shows. It's just a matter. Bandito's of on it. I think Bandito's on it, isn't he? Okay, I Bandito don't know the versus lineup. Gustavo. Pretty sure that's been announced for it. I have no idea what the lineup is. I know they do the uh, the women's show during like at lunchtime. I think too usually. That's usually a lot of fun. But, yeah, you missed last year, bro. You left early. I know you didn't see George South versus Colby in that death match. No, I did not. I, I might say this year because I'm more, thanks to Jensen, uh, inundated with, uh, like, the indie stuff. So I, I might I need to stick around and for, for brand purposes of uh, hanging out <laughs> for with the brand indie wrestlers purposes. and yes. supporting, yeah. supporting indie wrestling. Yeah, you Dude, should definitely yeah. you should definitely do as much uh, put over Tracy and those guys at AML as you can. Get as much of their stuff. Dude, those guys are the best. They're absolutely the best. They are great. They're always very friendly to us. Cass, I'd ask you what like the coolest thing in your room is, but I feel like you've just showed a million things. Uh, one of them is this, which I can. Sean gave me that uh, when we were in Chicago because it about hit him. That's a uh, show. Who, so who 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 wielded the? Is that is that a gauge? A gauge tube? I think this was Effie, uh, the Effie gauge match, I think, okay. that first year. Uh, that first uh, that first year there in Chicago. I think that was from that. 
but I got tons of good stuff. I got a signed, I got a Mr. Sacco that's signed back there that he gave me. Um, one of my favorites though is probably this. Uh, this, this can here. Where do you think this came from? Same man. Yeah, it's the same man can. Yeah. Uh, from my, uh, see, I guess that was 2015. There was a show, uh, House of Hardcore, March 7th, 2015. Whichever one that was is like Hardcore 7, House of Hardcore 7, maybe. I think it was the, the main event was Dirty Heels. So it was Bobby Roode and Aries versus the Young Bucks. So it was that one. <laughs> and uh, I was up there just for my birthday. It was my birthday. So my buddy was like, let's go. Let's go hang out and let's go to the show. So I rode up there uh, and we, we had front row seats. And uh, at the end, Sandman comes out drunk as fuck to do his like beer bash celebration, you know, with everybody. And he like gets right there in the corner. He's just like yelling, like right down at us. And he's like, get the fuck in here. And I'm like looking around like, is he fucking Sandman talking to me? Like, I'm like, because he's like yelling at me. I'm like, yeah, is he fucking guys, is he talking to me? And he's like, yeah, you motherfucker, get the fuck in here. So I'm like, oh, this is that ECW. We're all going to jump the rail and go hang out with Sandman moment. So I'm like, fuck yeah. So I hop it. I'm like, oh fuck, is Atlas gonna tackle me? And I'm looking at the Atlas security guy, and he's like, just like shaking his head, like, God damn it, you know, like. So I'm like, well, he can't get me. All right, somebody, it's time to get in the ring. And I'm like, all right, do I slide under and try to look like a badass, or do I just like hop up here and step through the ropes? I'm like, you're gonna fuck it up if you try to slide. Just step through. So I step through, and right as I get through, Sandman's like chucked two beers at me. They're just like, <laughs> and they like hit me in the chest. I'm like, fuck, okay. I look down and my buddy was trying to dive in and slide like a, like a badass and he gets his arm hooked and he literally like and just launches him right back into the fucking floor. And I'm like, Oh shit. Oh man. <laughs> so I was like, that's why I didn't want to do that. That was what happened to me. Oh man. So like now like he gets back in there and like, I thought more people were coming, but it's just like this one random kid that I didn't know and my buddy Mark and the two of us are just like in the ring. I'm like, nobody else. All right. So it's just like the three of us like having a beer bash with Sandman and the Young Bucks <laughs> and the Dirty Heels. And the Bucks are just like not here for it because they don't drink. And they're, they're, like, they don't yeah. Yeah. they're just like, fuck. And they both gave me their beers. So like now Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson are just like, you can have these. And just like give me their beers and like high five and leave. So now I've got like four beers. And I'm like, all right. And Sandman's screaming at me now to drink these beers. So like. <laughs> I go over there and we do a little in the middle of the ring and I'm just like chugging beers with everybody for like 30 minutes, basically. Like Salmon had a case of tall boys and we had to finish the case and we were just in there just drinking beer with Salmon and Bobby Roode, who was pissed at everybody for some reason. And Austin Aries, who this is Austin Aries. We didn't talk to him, but he was there. Uh, he was probably mad that it wasn't fucking red wine anyway, whatever. But uh, yeah. And that was, so that, that can came from that. And I was leaving with that. I was putting my hoodie. And the guy was like, you can't carry that out. And I was like, dude, I was drinking this in the ring with Sandman. He's like, all right, you can leave with that. <laughs> so he, like, he was like, uh, but yeah, I, like everybody was like, Why, how did you know Sandman? I was like, I didn't, dude. Like, I had no fucking clue. Everybody was like, well, how'd you, why, well, why, why do you pick you, man? I'm like, I don't fucking know, dude. I think you tried to pick everybody and nobody came but me <laughs> and like two other people. Like I had like six people with me and I'm like, guys, where the fuck were you? Why didn't anybody come with me? He's like, oh no, man. And one buddy said, one of my buddies, I don't, he's, I don't remember this part of it. He claims that he tried to get in the ring, but like Bobby Roode gave him a dirty look, and I'm like, dude, he was giving everybody dirty looks. What the fuck are you doing? Like, just get in the ring. Yeah, you know I mean, and he's like, yeah, I got up there, and he's like, I don't know, and he got down. I was like, dude, if you did that, if you got all, if you got over the guardrail, why not fucking get in the ring? Like, what are you doing? So, 
anyway, I was there. That was fun. So that was one of my claim to fame like moments. And that's probably my coolest two things is that uh, can just because like probably not many other people could be like, yeah, I had a beer bash in the middle of a ring at the ECW arena with the Sandman. So yeah, that's out there. That's cool. And the bugs remember me from that too. They're always like, you're the guy that drank our beers, right? I'm like, yeah. Later, years later, when I'm at these fucking scrums and shit, they're always like, I know this guy from somewhere. And when I was hanging out with everybody at the hotels and shit, and they would see me, I'm like, they, they always would try to figure it out and piece it. I'd always, I'd always remind them, like, you know, the member ECW thing is the thing. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, you drank our beer. Like, yeah, I drank your beers. That was me. Cass, you have stories for days. We just need to do a segment on the show. Just Cass shares a, uh, Cass shares a story. Just a, I know lots of them, but a lot of the times I don't remember them until something like somebody says something. If somebody's right. like, give me some good stories, I'm like, I got like four. But like, <laughs> if you guys are like asking me shit, I'll be like, oh, I, something will click. And I'll be like, I got something on that. And I'll have something for you. But as far as me, like everybody's like, you need to write a book, man. I'm like, dude, I wish I could remember. I wish I could remember shit. I should have done this 20 years ago. I should have been writing stuff down. But I never did. But, Cass, let but, let everyone know where they can where they can find you at if they'd like oh, to find man. you. It, dude, you guys can find me uh, online at Castle C A S S H O O O L E. That's three O's in there. On everything, I'm all over the place. Three O's uh, and BodySlam.net. Find us there too, man. At BodySlam.net on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that shit, man. We're everywhere. We're out there. I've been gone for a month, man. This is like literally the first um, sighting I've had. Anybody seen me since your wedding? You have a great Kevin Smith look going on, so dude, I really do. People are always like, "Who who do you look like? Who's your uh, who's your doppelganger?" I'm like, "Really? You guys know? All right." You clean up nice though. You look very nice at the at the wedding. Yeah, Yeah, everyone. Yeah, for sure. No, I appreciate it. Man, look how class cleans up. Look at this. I had fun, man. That was so much fun. I had such a good time at your wedding, man. I had had a blast with you guys. Oh, yeah. Let's get get married again, just so everybody. Oh, you should. Is everybody is everybody coming down for the holiday to see your parents or just you? No, no, it'll it'll probably just be be me. So it'll just be me at WrestleCade and everything. If anybody comes, it'll just be the wife. Uh, The kids will stay here. Okay. Hang out with grandma or something, but I'm pretty sure it'll just it'll just be me this year. We'll figure Man, something out. Yeah. I think we're gonna try to we're definitely gonna try to do a show next year. This year with like wedding planning and wedding money, we weren't mm-hmm. able to do because we wanted to do all out, but just ah, the yeah. wet, wedding stuff kind of took precedent over that. Next year, we're definitely gonna try to hit up some shows though. Yeah, man, let me know. I uh, I'm planning on being more active and mobile like this year. I, I, I guess I took another break. I, I, the first year I was broken back, so I didn't do shit for six months. And uh, I swear you went to an event like every single week this year. I swear. Dude, I didn't do anything from Hammerstein till uh, Las Vegas because uh, I couldn't. I couldn't move. You didn't go to Grand to... Slam this year? No. Uh-uh. Oh. And I was gonna go to uh, I was gonna go to Atlantic City uh, the week after your birthday or after your wedding. Boxing, uh, boxing gauge. I was planning on doing that and yeah. uh, had a little bit of I could have gone just be and just kind of floated, uh, but I had a little my buddy that I was going with had uh, to back out, so I was like, ooh, that kind of throws a wrench in the whole you know what I mean in my plans. Uh, but I mean, that is just lost motivation too. I was like, not really feeling it. So that, I haven't done shit since your wedding. And before that, I've only did, uh, I only did the uh, Vegas trip and Chicago. So I did two Chicago. So it seemed like I did a lot this year because I did the 
Forbidden Door and uh, All Out within like a month of each other, two months in Chicago. I'm sure we will see you at shows. <sighs> yeah, and we're, I, we're, I, I thought about doing Full Gear, but I don't think I'm going to do that one. Anybody, you guys, either, you, are you no doing one to go to No one wants to go to Newark. No one wants to go to Newark. Yeah, Jersey's, yeah, so I, everybody's going to be disappointed. They're not going to see me in Jersey, apparently, uh, again this year. If it's in Atlanta, we have a uh, Impact Hard to Kill. I'm or not? Was that is that the show Hard to Kill? Is that the one that's coming up? Yeah. When is that? Is in that in Atlanta? January? Yeah. There's like the January. Uh, they're at Center Stage, so I'll probably go to that. So if you're yeah, in yeah, January, if be, it's in January, I should definitely, I'll definitely be going to that. I think. Yeah. Um, I've just been deciding this month. I'm just going to take it low until time for um, Russell I've just been doing stuff locally, man. I, uh, there's this in Asheville. There's a local indie that I'm really big on. Uh, Urban Combat Wrestling. We do. They got some good stuff here, man. It's a bunch of just a bunch of local guys. It's like White Mike. Tell and, them, tell them to like send me results and stuff. I'm trying to do, you know, more more indie results and whatnot. Or you send me results. Yeah. Yeah. Give, give me, give me. Some I can do it. I can. I can. Just remind me. We do. They got a show. They do one or two a month. But I mean, it's just a lot. There's just a bunch of local guys, man. It's the the core roster is just a bunch of local people from the Asheville, Kingsport, Johnson City area, South Carolina, but. Man, they do what they got's fucking fun, man. Like I do uh, as many indies as I go to. I love these guys. I love what they do at this show, and it's um, just a bunch of just local guys that are really good on the mic, that are just captivating, and it's just really fun. So I'll uh, I'll send you some of their stuff, man. I'm hoping to help with them and get them back online. They don't have much online from their product, but it's really good. They do like it's kind of like Battle Slam. It's a rap wrestling kind of thing, where nice. they have like local rap artists and people that come on they'll do a like a song and then they'll have matches and they'll do a song and they'll have some matches but um it's good just black owned wrestling promotion in Asheville and I love what they do so those has been ma- mostly all I've done the last couple months is just go to Asheville and watch them so if you're in the Asheville North Carolina area man and you see an urban combat show I really think you should check it out it's fun you won't be you won't be disappointed you won't you might not know any of the names but that's fun you'll be fun you'll have a blast I promise so yeah. there you go Check them put out. Over my local, put over my local, man, my local talent. That's all I'm going to say. But these guys do good things, and I uh, really hope everybody can find them. So, oh, yeah, send me some results. I'd love to show them some love on Fightful. Uh, Cass, we'll thank it. you as always. You won't well, be back on the show ever again. Don't need to. I have don't need to be. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> buddy. Me. Nobody Thanks, needs buddy. to talk to me. Uh, love you guys. Love you. We love you. Too, Everyone, man. follow Cass. Appreciate Everyone, it. check out bodyslam.net. Guys, we'll be right back here on the.